You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. Today is November tenth, it's twenty twenty three. Um, I'd like to wake, welcome, welcome Shub from Celeste Glasses, and he's gonna tell us a little bit about them. So uh, go ahead, Shub. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for inviting me. Um, uh, I'm the founder of Celeste. We've been making glasses for uh, about two years now. Um, uh, I started off in university, actually, when I, there's a friend that I was studying computer science with that was blind, and um, he was a better programmer than I was. Uh, but he would struggle with, like, grocery shopping and, you know, reading notes uh, and things like that. And I realized that we could make smart glasses to help him. Um, but what was crazy was that when I got into the industry, like I didn't really know much about this, um, the industry of assistive technology beforehand. And so I started looking into the products that are available. It was just really surprising to find out like how just expensive and bulky um, all of the products were. And it didn't need to be that way. Um, and that's not what people have to deal with in the general market, right? We're able to get like an iPhone, which is like cutting edge technology and it's a thousand dollars um and so it was really surprising that some of this other technology was so expensive um so i i decided to go and make glasses that were thin and affordable and that had a lot more uh features in them and so i think that's what we've done today um so for glasses uh i'm wearing them right now there's it's similar to like assistive uh, smart glasses that you might have heard of before there's a camera uh, in the middle of the glasses. That's a big difference. Um, and there's speakers on the side and a mic and there's buttons on it. And you can use it to describe what's in front of you, uh, read the text, describe objects, uh, and a lot of detail. And we have a smart assistant that um, can help answer some pretty sophisticated questions. Um, so yeah, I, I mainly want to leave it up to um, uh, questions at the end. So I'll just demo the glasses quickly, talk a little bit about them, and um, would love to start answering some questions. That'd be great. Thanks so much, Sean. Yeah, great. So uh, right now in the glasses, we have uh, three modes. We have scan text, which will just constantly read the text around you. Um, text recognition, which will just like read a document. Uh, advanced scene description so this is similar to um be my ai it's like the same uh image description model so the biggest problem is that it's, it gives you too much information <laughs> about your surroundings uh and then the last really important piece is the smart assistant um and the really cool thing about the smart assistant is that it has a memory and so what that means is if you read something uh, through scan text or you see something through the advanced scene description, um, you can ask a question about it uh, like later on. So you can be like, hey, like what was the, um, that email I read a couple of days ago? Or remind me about that article uh, I read yesterday. Um, or like what model car did I see yesterday? Like just anything that you're really describing. Uh, it'll also know your, like remember conversation. And so like go remember like what your name is, um, what, like just anything you talk to it about. Uh, and I use it to like write emails for me and do all sorts of stuff. But if we just start off maybe simple, um, really we're actually updating glasses too soon so that we just have 
one mode, which is just the advanced scene description, because really that's all you need. Like it'll describe text and everything else around you. So um, I'm right now looking at a uh, at a book and this book has a lot of text. And so if I want to, I could press text recognition and it'll read the entire document. But um, I can also do advanced scene description and I'll kind of summarize it a bit. Um, so I'll try that. Uh, there's buttons on the glasses that you can use to control it. There's also uh, buttons on the app that you can use to press. Um, Taking picture. So Analyzing. Like button. So yeah, I just took a picture of the book right now. You are uh, looking at an open magazine or publication with an article titled Information and Communications Technology Council, Shaping Canada's Digital Future. This article appears to be discussing the role and efforts of the Information and Communications Technology Council, ICTC, in shaping the digital landscape in Canada. The magazine is positioned on a surface next to a laptop, and someone is holding a smartphone with a red protective case on the left side of the image. <laughs> on the left-hand page of the open spread, there's the ICTC logo at the top left corner, followed by the title. Below that, there is a subtitle or tagline, Evidence-Based Insight. Innovate Toronto. The article text is divided into three columns. One of the paragraphs is titled ICTC Evidence-Based Research and Policy Advice. To the left of this paragraph, there is a sidebar with a gray background and a heading which is partly obscured, but seems to mention research and policy. Due to the angle and distance, the text is not clearly legible. On the right-hand page, the article continues with the same three-column format. There are various subheadings such as ICTC capacity building programs route. Mm. Um, yeah, and you know, I could be maybe more specific and like describe like the different images or logos. Uh, or again, I can press text recognition and actually just read the article if that's what I want to do. Um, but like now that I know what the headings are, for example, I can like ask the smart assistant to read specific headings, things like that. Um, there's also like and the really cool part about this is like describing images. You know, we've always been able to read text uh, and that's been great, but being able to look at a piece of art and describe what it is or like toys and you can ask like how it works or describe what it is, um, like a different flower that's on the table, just all of that stuff. Um, the way the glasses work is that it connects to your phone. And so it connects over Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Um, you download our app and we just take you through a set of process where it'll connect to either your, you can connect to your, like your home Wi-Fi or your office Wi-Fi, your phone's hotspot, and it'll just stay connected. Um, and you can keep using it. Um, and yeah, with the smart assistant, uh, I can ask questions like, so for example, like earlier um, today, I was looking at a business card. And so if I want to be reminded about like, you know, what was the address uh, about this, like who's the person and, what was the address on this business card? Because maybe I forgot. Uh, I can ask that. Listening. Hey, um, early today, I think I saw a business card. Uh, who is that from and, you know, where they live? Thinking. Yeah, and it's cool because you can just ask questions in hey, like natural language. The business language. card you saw belongs to Mario Reyes, who's listed as an executive creative director. The address on the card is in Las Vegas at 3790 Las Vegas Boulevard, South. If you need more specific info or assistance, let me know. Yeah, so they'll be able to answer um, that question. So I didn't have to, you know, pull it out. 
like read it all over again, all that stuff. Um, so you're pressing a button and you're asking by voice, I guess. What kind of other commands are available? Yeah, so um, I can either press a button to like take a photo uh, and just read that photo. But if I use a smart assistant, you can basically ask anything. Um, like there's not like a specific list of commands, like do certain things. You just ask a question and it'll take a photo and either give you the answer uh, based on like the photo in front of you. For example, like you can just ask it to like describe something. You can ask it to retext. Um, you can ask it to remember something. You can ask it to like draft an email that's completely unrelated to all of this. Um, and it'll be able to do all that stuff. You don't need to like sound like a robot or say specific commands. Thank you. For navigation purposes, if I was walking down a road, would it help me recognize what road I'm on or what crossing is up ahead? Yeah, so um, uh, with the like scene description, it can like recognize a that you're at an intersection, um, and reading the signs and stuff. I think the hardest part about signs, sorry, one second. Uh, the hardest part about signs has just been sometimes like a sign is hidden behind like a like a post or it's like farther away, and oftentimes like you don't know where that sign is specifically, um, and so. That might be harder, but um, the scene description is just constantly running in the background. So as you like walk around and keep looking at it, uh, it should be able to catch it. We're also going to be integrating with the, the GPS because we're connected to a phone. Like we have really easy access to the GPS on your phone. And so we can use that in conjunction with what we're seeing and give you more information um, for things like, like uh, what intersection you're on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to locate where you are, that would be useful. Thank you. Thanks. And uh, Robert, you have your hand up. You want to go next? Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Um, how long? How, how long does the battery last between charges? For one. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Uh, so, um, my battery life is is uh, been working pretty well. Um, it's six hours of like active usage, but. If you know you're just wearing them and you're not using it, it will last all day uh, for sure. Like our users right now see that they don't like need to charge it more than once a day, um, and they're yeah they're using it uh, pretty much all day. And then and then the other question I have, I was listening on last Saturday on Quirks and Quirks, and there was a something similar in Australia that they were working on. But what it would do is like if something was on the table, like say a cup on the table, it would make the sound of that object that's say on the table mm. or if you did something it, it would it sometimes it would it would not only would this describe it but it would actually make certain sounds too sure yeah i i think i remember um i remember seeing that as well i think it is interesting um yeah what, what do you think I I I don't know if it had I don't know if it would have quite enough information. Like it sounds like it'd be all right, but uh, it didn't. It didn't really say too much. Like it talked about surroundings more than anything else, and about uh, like you know, like if you're in a room, like what's in the room, and like you know, like different objects, and uh, mentioned table, and like I say, it mentioned like a cup on the table, and then the sound that a cup would make, and. Yeah, it, it so, was it was kind of a different setup. It sounded like. Yeah, I think what we're uh, opting more towards is 
like our scene description, you can also just have it running kind of constantly, uh, like I mentioned before. And so when you do that, you can ask a question like, hey, like, can you find my like red Nike sneakers? And it'll keep taking photos. And like when it sees it, it'll let you know and it'll um, try and help you get to it. But like, I feel like that's more what our value is because um, yeah. for specific things, right? Like it's like, okay, a, a, a water bottle is great, but I want the water bottle that's like, that's blue because that's my water bottle. I want a water bottle that looks this way. So you can ask for specific things um, and it'll help you get towards that. And, like, and that that's useful for like even broader ranges. Like there's no limit to what you can kind of ask it. Like, you can ask it for like, hey, like I want to find my um, like black shirt, uh, like black polo shirt or stuff like that. So like you're looking through your closet um, and you can be a lot more specific than what I just said. Um, it'll help you find that. But even things like, hey, I'm walking down the street. Um, let me know when you see the McDonald's that I'm trying to get to. And again, it'll just keep taking photos. And when it sees like McDonald's, it'll let you know like, hey, like um, this is it. And you can say, like, you know, let me know where the door is. And as you look around, it'll tell you where it is. Um, and so you can ask those specific questions. And what's cool is that's not, you don't have to go through a menu. You don't have to like select door and it'll look at doors like you just ask it like you just talk to it and be like hey where, where's the door so is it um is it um so you said it's it's constantly taking pictures it's not like um doing a on ai on a video stream so i assume there's like a waiting period um after each picture or like could it possibly miss what you're looking for because is processing pictures yeah no that's a really good question um you're right so it's pictures it's not a video stream and it does take time um on average for us describing a picture um it takes like five six seconds and so you're right there's the delay of five six seconds and that's why like um you know if you're yeah i, I guess just keep that in mind like when you're walking down the street it's usually not a problem if you're looking at clothing um you know, maybe it'll take like five seconds per like piece of clothing you're trying to look at. Um, so there's definitely a delay, but this technology is going to keep getting faster. Like that's what it is right now. Um, in the future, hopefully we can continue making this faster, but you're absolutely right. There would be that delay in between photos. Wow. That's uh, really neat. Sorry to interject guys. Go ahead. Okay. Um, it sounds like you're using AI quite a bit with it, but you have to scan everything before it comes on, right? Before you can get an explanation through AI. And then you have to ask AI to give you an explanation. Is that what is happening? Well, it's, it's up to you. Um, the way we envision it, like we, it's also hard to talk about this. Cause like we are like, I can talk about what we have right now, but like we're, updating the stuff really frequently um but what i'm envisioning is that like we have now is you press a button if you just want to describe what's in front of you like you don't need to ask any questions just tell me what's in front of me just read the text all that but if you okay. want to if you don't want to like just take buttons constantly you can ask it to find something you can ask it to um like read the text around you and then it'll automatically start doing that for you so you don't have to okay. manually Button. So when you when you do find something like when you go and you get your surroundings, you know, you say, OK, tell me what's in my surroundings. Right. Does it tell you where they are? Like, are they north, south, east, west, nine o'clock, six o'clock, three o'clock? Does it tell you any of that where they are and how far away they are? Um. So we can give like 
direction on like relative to you it's like um on the right side on the left side uh we could we could do the times as well like if it's 12 o'clock or one o'clock but it's only limited frame of view so we couldn't say like if something's to your right or behind you obviously uh, we also don't have depth yet so we wouldn't be able to tell you how far away it is but we could yeah. do it to make sure that you're still in view like for example um and this is where the five seconds would get annoying but like as you're walking towards it it'll make sure you're still in view and if you look away it'll let you know so it just lets you know as you're going towards it and it can say like relatively that it's like far or close but it, it can't give you meters specifically I'm, I'm sorry i have to be I'd be honest with you i do have the envision glasses right so mm -hmm. i'm just trying to do a comparison with uh what they have on theirs and i was just wondering how you do compare your glasses with the envision glasses now because i have a lot of allies on mine that walk with me and talk to me and yeah. uh you know Ari I have Ari on Ari on mine and things so how in comparison do you think these are yeah I mean um I think it depends on like uh what the person's looking for like personally I think um we've made glasses that um look nicer they're they're thinner um the battery life lasts longer but most importantly what I'm focusing on is a, let's make it much easier to use. Um, and so, you know, we don't need all of these modes. You can just ask a smart assistant and it'll do all the things it needs you to do. Um, and then having that memory where, you know, you don't, it, like it just, the things that it does is much smarter. Like it's not just, I have to swipe through menu to click on like find chair. Uh, but instead I can ask the smart assistant, like, hey, find a red leather chair and it'll take photos and let you know when it finds a red leather chair. Um, and so I feel like that's where uh, the value I see more is. But I, I don't but think we're it's blind. How, how we're blind. How do we know it's a red leather chair? Like when you, if you go in somewhere, you know, like how do you know? How are we seeing that stuff? Find like how do we tell it? Tell find a purple wear red chair or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair as well. Like you don't have to. You can just say like find a chair, uh, find a couch, or like you can just say, or you can say. Uh, even more broad, just, hey, like, just generally describe my surroundings. And as you walk around, it'll describe everything in front of you. But uh, what I mean, like, you can choose how specific um, it is that you want to hear. And same with text, right? Instead of scan text, where it's just reading all the text around, text you, around you, maybe you're just trying to read, like, house numbers. And it's just like, hey, just tell me all the house numbers I'm seeing. Like, I don't care about yeah. the ads and everything else yeah. that's reading. Just tell me house numbers. So yeah, we have that on instant text. That. Yeah, we have that all on instant text and mm. scan text too. Right, that's on there too. Anyway, I was just doing a comparison, and um, yeah, it's good to know. It sounds like they're fairly nice glasses. Yeah, but uh, I was just going to mention that the Envision glasses do have several, several different lenses or several different frames right now. I think they have four or five that you can get. But no, these sounds really good, and they're Canadian made. Yeah, yeah, we're we're based. Well, we incorporated initially in BC, but now we're in Toronto. But okay. yeah, Canadian. how many how many people do you have on staff? Uh, we have four people right now. Um, but we're hiring uh, a lot more soon. So yeah, yeah. That's that's it. Must I think of something else? Thank you. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, I had a quick question about the memory. Uh -huh. When you you said about um asking questions back about something you read or your business search. Is there a limitation on the memory of how long it's in the system? Is it days? Is it 
Um, so if I want to, like, if I've seen something seven days ago, would it still be in there to say, you know, I read this seven days ago? And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, there isn't. Um, like, we that is the work that we're doing. The background is that yes, of course. Like, there's now after like months, there's a ton of information. Um, but you can still ask questions like, hey, like, uh, what was the business card that I read like last month? Wow, really? And be able to do it. Yeah, like that's the that's the part that we're doing. That's I think it's it's not an easy thing to do, but um, yeah, yeah, where it's able to answer those types of questions and have memory. And this is something that's constantly improving as well, um, and getting better. Um, and all that information, by the way, is also stored like locally on your phone. Like it's not on the cloud or anything like that. Like you have control over it. You can delete it if you want to. But yeah. So all those pictures that you take, you could go in and delete them if you wanted to. When you're outside walking. Actually, the pictures that it takes, we just throw it away. Like all we're storing is the description. So we're not storing the actual pictures. Okay. So you just store the Oh great. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. No, they sound echo. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Scott. Wendy, would you do you have a question? Oh, she's just unmuting right now. Sorry, I didn't unmute. Um, do you have the option of um, choosing the voice or is that the only voice that offered? Yeah, so we, um, we are going to be adding voices soon on the phone. There's two ways you can route the audio. You can put the audio through the glasses uh, or you can put it through the phone. Um, so on the phone, we're going to have options of different audios you can choose, but we don't have that on the glasses right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, um are there gonna be like trials offered before you purchase or do you have like when you if you were to purchase it, would you have like you know a certain period of time to make sure it's for you? Because I would like to try out up here. How yeah. would I bring that? Yeah, thanks for asking this. This is a great question. Um the way that we're doing this is um we're selling the glasses on a subscription. Um and so it's not like this big one-time payment that you have to pay. Um, so how it works is that the glasses cost $130. And then um, the first month is free when you get the glasses. And then every month it's $65. Uh, this is all Canadian. Um, okay. And in exchange for that, like we're going to be up, we'll give you upgrades to the software, which so far has been like twice a week. So it's been uh, very often. Uh, and then upgrades to the hardware as well. Like that's a big thing is we're going to be upgrading the hardware soon um like improving adding like uh better speakers improving the mic like uh, a lot of different things and you'll get access to that through the subscription as well okay and how long is the subscription for is there like a, a certain amount uh, like does it go six months a year can you or do you pay for it all at um like i know you mentioned it's 65 dollars, but is that for a lifetime of a glasses or after a certain point do you own the glasses and you don't have to pay the $65 a month. Um, no, no, it is, it is continuous. Uh, like oh. $65 is always there. But like I said, in exchange, you're getting different products. And so like the glasses themselves would be different as uh, we continue to improve them. Cause that's one thing that we saw as well, like in the industry, like people are using hardware and products that are like years and years old and people just aren't upgrading it um, that often. And so this would give us that incentive to make sure you're, constantly on the latest technology. Okay, 
Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. So are you saying it's $65 a month forever? Yeah. How do these how do these glasses read a chart or a pie chart? A pie chart, pie chart. Uh yeah, it can well it can read a pie chart. <laughs> like it can uh it could read the pie chart, tell you like what the different segments are, um, what the different colors are if you care about that. Um yeah, it could do that. I mean, as long as it's not like I don't know, incredibly small or incredibly like like you have really tiny slivers in there. Uh, if it's a reasonable pie chart, it would be able to read it. And that's same with like graphs, um, like math symbols, I don't know, chemical formulas, like uh, all of that stuff. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Interesting. Uh, Louise, you have a question? Um, yes. The money question was answered for me. What is the temperature level that these will work outside at? Are able to work too. You know that's that's a, a good question. I actually don't know. Like we haven't um, like we well, a we haven't had anyone face any problems. Um, with the the glasses aren't uh water resistant, so you can't like wear it in the rain. Um, or at yes. least like an umbrella. Or I didn't expect that. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen. Uh, usually the problem is like if it gets too hot. Um, like outside, the glasses themselves don't really heat up. We haven't faced any, like, and over the summer, you know, no one faced any problems. But I'll, I can find that answer for you. Um, yeah, that would be interesting to know. Yeah. Also, um, I have some vision, so I'm hoping I'm seeing these correctly. Your glasses, can the lenses be changed to your prescription? Yeah, and that like you can go to an optometrist and um they can do that for you. It's like we do that with one of our users right now. Um, yeah, that's that's completely an option. That's just okay. on just on you to go to the optometrist. No. And so I am pushing again. I I've, I've tried out the Envision glasses on the free trial, and was quite impressed. So yeah. you are I am pushing buttons on the side of the glasses. It's on the on the arms. That's what I'm doing, rather than making a gesture movement. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so if there, if something happens to them and you're on the subscription, you're on the subscription, you return them and then you get a new set of glasses. Is that what happens? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing now. I think, um, again, we haven't had someone break them. Like they're pretty durable glasses. Uh, obviously if you like, I don't know, if you like stomp on it, it would break. Um, we, like need to figure out what the model is going to be for like replacing it. Cause yeah, like if you're, if you like, if you get the glasses down and you, it breaks, uh, we'll replace it for you. But obviously, you know, if people are doing that like two, three times a year. Like we need to figure out some system where there's a small fee, uh, or something. So we still have to figure that out, but it hasn't been a problem. And if they do break, I will replace it for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> You mentioned earlier that um, they're, they'll be aware of your GPS position. I take it that's through the phone, right? Yes. Okay. What Can you give an example of, like, what kind of use case, um, like, how this would be good? Like, could you say, um, yeah, like, could you give an example of when you would use that, the AI with it knowing where you work? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, 
like for example the the example of like what intersection are you at um it's like google sometimes isn't great at knowing exactly where you are um or what intersection you are things like that but if we can combine that with like the text that we're seeing like even like if we see text and it's even just one of the streets um we know where you are uh, we can see that it's an intersection for example so maybe google thinks that you're walking but doesn't think you're far enough long to be at the intersection and so but with the image we know you're at the intersection so we can make that leap and so it's basically like neither technology on its own kind of gets the job done like if you're just reading text that's going to be kind of tough to find your way around if you're just using gps that might be tough as well but together they can kind of um, fill each other's gaps uh it's also helpful when you're um at like the last 10 meters like usually that's where the people have the most trouble with google maps things like that like okay it says yeah. that really i'm a couple doors down and so yeah. um let me find the exact door i'm trying to get to wow that's so cool i love it go ahead yeah. jelly um, thank I you very much thank you yeah and, and just um just another i i because i haven't mentioned like so ordering the glasses uh this is what we have right now we only like we're still limiting um how many glasses people can get because we just haven't been able to keep up with like all the demand so far and so we uh are only taking like 10 more orders before we uh close it for a bit and then uh, people will get the next version when they come out next year so Again, for people that are interested, uh, it is, uh, you can order through our website. Um, hopefully these guys can send you a link to our website and you can go on there. But unfortunately, yeah, we don't have a lot. Um, but yeah. When's the, when's the next stock in next year? Like when are we going to release it next year? Yeah. 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 It's going to be uh, around late spring next year. Uh, we're thinking. Yeah. If, if you sign up, uh, two years from now, will it still be sixty-five dollars a month? <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, yeah, I would hope that get lower. Um, yeah, I mean, actually, I don't know. What I'm saying that for sure, it'd get lower. Like as we get more people, um, we can start reducing the price, and that's of course what we're trying to do. Um, so if we have signed up now. And we're starting to pay $65 a month. Now, if the price goes down generally in two years time, uh, our monthly rate will go down. Yeah. 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 Okay. That'd be crazy to have, have legacy people pay more. Um, that's, that's often the case these days. You find out that, uh, new people joining something get a good deal, but you can't really. In fact, there are commercials around that very topic. Anyway, yes, thank you. Yeah, wow. No, I can't imagine mm -hmm. that. Um, of course, yeah, if the price goes down, we'll, we'll go down. And like, we want the price to be uh, as affordable as possible. Like, I mean, even I, I don't know, like our glasses aren't there yet. But like, even with our monthly subscription right now at $65 a month, it would take a bit more than seven years to pay off an OrCam. Uh, like, at least their most expensive version of an OrCam. And that's mm -hmm. still like, one product, right? That's like incredibly old. And so... Um, we hope that we're getting towards the way of making it affordable, at least. I did take a look at the website a few days back, and the subscription rate quoted there was $50 a month. But mm -hmm. would that have been U.S.? That, it was $50 U.S. or ah, thank you. Uh, Canadian. Yeah, um, thanks. Yeah. And then again, if we compare it to other people, like Envision released, in, uh, Envision released a subscription recently, and that's, I believe, um, a bit over $200, around $200 Canadian a month. 
may as well buy it then. Yeah, well then, but buying it would be um, a couple thousand more. But yeah, might as well. Okay, sure. Uh, I have a quick question. Well, first of all, one of my biggest concerns, one thing I'm never able to do is I have no facial recognition at all. And I'm wondering if these glasses in time would get to know the people in my life. And uh, when I'm walking in front of them, would it say their name, say who's in the room? Like, let's suppose I'm at a a gathering or something and uh, I'd like to know who's in the room, who's talking to me. Would it eventually learn uh, the the faces of the people around me and say their names as, as I run into them? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good question. We are working on that. Um, we're actually working with Microsoft to do uh, something of that. And so we've been talking to them about this. Um, so yeah, I, like you said, it's going to take some time uh, to get that going. Um, but we can do that for sure. Yeah. And I think it'd be really cool. And especially if, like, you know, if you're meeting new people, to like have them on there and be able to get people uh, pretty quickly to start recognizing them. And what's cool is like, you know, if you're having a conversation, you're just like, hey, Jim, and Jim's in front of you, we can start learning that, like, okay, this is Jim. And the next time you meet him, we can tell you. And it's not, like, as awkward as Jim has to stand there while you take a photo of him, and so we can train it um, as a mm-hmm. natural. I was going to ask a question. What kind of insurance? Like, it sounds like it's mostly AI that you're working with, which is very good, uh, the results of it. But like if you're using it and you say to it, uh, what's in front of me when I'm walking, when I'm walking um, and um, it makes a mistake and there's a bunch of stairs in front of me and I fall down the stairs. Is there any kind of insurance for that with you guys? No, well, um, we try to make it very clear uh, when you're using it and uh, we're going to try and get the assistant to do this as well, which is we don't want to like we want to be careful not to answer those kinds of questions because it will get it wrong. Like, you know, like we can't be a hundred percent sure that this technology will work every single time, you know? And if, and what's scary is exactly what you said, like, you know, if even if one time it makes a mistake and reads like an ingredient wrong and you're allergic, like that could be deadly. And so um, we never want to guarantee that this is going to work. And we, like stress that like, hey, like don't use this for things that um uh, could be dangerous. You know, like rely on your cane uh, to cross the road or like check if there's stairs, um, especially if you're going down the stairs. But mm-hmm. yeah, so this is more like broader things. Like for example, like check if I'm at the intersection, check if I'm at the store, right? This isn't like, like uh, was mentioned before, we have a five second delay um, or like maybe your internet can cut out, like the maybe the glasses can, like there's so many things that could happen. And so, don't use the glasses for things where it could be potentially change, dangerous and like get a second opinion. And the same with video calling, like don't use a video call for things that could be incredibly dangerous like mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. That's good. That's good that you make sure that you put that in everything. Otherwise, you know, a person could really get hurt. You get yeah, hit by a car, yeah. get hurt by a car or something. Okay. That was my absolutely. question. Uh, yes, the, you have to take the picture first before you press the button to 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 see what you're looking for. Like when you have the glasses on, you take the picture and then you you push the thing the the button of what you want. No, when you press the button, um, it will just take a photo and then describe right away. 
Um, or again, you can press the, like if you double tap, it'll uh, ask a smart assistant instead, and then you can just talk to it, and then it'll automatically do what it needs to do. Um, okay, so you don't have to put, you just push the button and then it'll take the picture, and then you ask what you want. So um, if you, let's say, want to describe, like if I want to describe the room I'm in, um, I would just press the button and it describe the room I'm in. Or if I like read read something, I'm holding like I'm holding it close to my face, I'd press the button and it'd read what's in front of me. If I want to ask specifically, like, hey, can you help me find um a chair or can you help me find something? Or can you just start reading uh all of the text around me, things like that, then you can press the button twice and ask a smart assistant, and then it'll automatically start doing that as well. Oh, okay. All right, thank you. Hmm. So. Um, I don't see any other questions right now. I just have one really quick question, if I may. Um, does it work in all kinds of light? Like I'm thinking one of the things that people really struggle with, you know, when they're trying to, you know, if they have a little bit of sight is, uh, you know, reading, let's say, restaurant menus or um, signs or uh, directions. And there's all different kinds of lighting. Does it is it very, very sensitive to light or would it work in dim light or high light or is that is that a concern? Yeah, well, I, I mean, it is definitely something to be aware of. Like there's uh, a lot of people, for example, that are fully blind would um, like they don't turn like their lights on uh, in, in their house sometimes. And so like, of course, like you need to make sure there's enough light for it to be able to um, read text, things like that. Um, it isn't like. I've been able to read things um, even when it's like, even before the sun's up and things like that. Um, but it, it just needs to be lit in its own way. Like, I, I, so it's not like it's incredibly sensitive. Um, I'll say it's similar to like your phone, um, you know, like assuming no flashlight, can your phone read the, can your phone read something? Um, and just use that as like kind of a mental placeholder. Like, at, like before the sun was up, I was able to read signs because there was like a neon sign. And so it was like, is illuminated. Um, things like glare might affect the results as well. Um, the good thing is that the smart assistant would also tell you, like it might say like, hey, I can read this, but this other part is like, it's too dark um, or there's like glare, things like that. So like if something like that does happen, it would also tell you, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. yeah and great. hopefully we don't need to give instructions on like how to point the glasses or like how to hold something properly. Like the whole idea is like you have glasses in the middle and you're just able to read what's in front of you. You don't have to worry about um, pointing and all that stuff. And that's especially going to be true when we uh, improve the hardware even more. Mm -hmm. And going back to the question about insurance, um, you know, and you may have answered this or may have alluded to it. Would these glasses uh, or would it not be advisable to read something like a prescription bottle? Uh, directions on how to take medication would would there be a a warning you know don't use these glasses for for this would that be something that the glasses you wouldn't be advised to use yeah like we're always going to have a message like um these results may be inaccurate or may be wrong and and it gets even scarier because you could ask something like um um you know, you could ask the smart assistant to like remember previously what like prescription bottle you needed. And I don't know, maybe you could get it wrong. And so, yeah, well, like we'll constantly keep reminding you through the AI that like, hey, be careful. 
Um, and so I think it's just on your personal discretion to just realize that, um, you know, am I using this for something really specific that if it's wrong, could be deadly? Uh, or if I'm just looking to like get an idea of something, you know, like if I'm just looking to like generally see the appetizers that are on this menu, or am I trying to read every single ingredient to make sure none of them have like shellfish um, and all the ingredients are like kind of small and we're like not able to read it completely properly, right? Like ask the server about that. Um, so I think just be aware of that and definitely, especially with medicine, um, with allergies, with stairs, things like that, like be very careful. Um, yes. So I have a couple more questions. Um, but first one is, would you be able to ask the assistant to say, like, take a picture for you and, and send it to like a specific um, person's email in your contacts? Does it do things like that um, outside of just being able to to, um, you know, to tell you what you're uh, informing of your whereabouts? Um, we, that's actually a great question. That's something we're working on. Like we want the assistant to be able to automatically do things like send an email. Cause right now I can like draft an email, um, but it would just like show that email or show that text uh, on the app. And so I can go copy and paste it, but it can't like send that email itself. Um, so that's something we're working on, but it's going to take uh, a couple months. So like if you ordered glasses, when you order the glasses, we expect to be shipping them in about a month. Um, and so I don't think you would have it then. I think by February, um, we might be able to have that functionality. But um, yeah, that's something we definitely want. And, it's, and it goes beyond that. It goes like to like being able to um, like send text, being able to browse the web for you, um, things like that. Yeah, like just be able to do a lot more, interact with a lot more tools for you. So do you think that if I were to hold off until say next spring, when you're um, launching again, that these things that this current pair of glasses doesn't have will be available to the new set of glasses coming out next year? Well, the the great thing about the subscription is that, like, what, A, like, those tools we're going to have on these glasses. Like, that's not a hardware issue. Like, the reason we don't mm -hmm. have email integration is not because of the hardware. And mm -hmm. so if you're subscribed, the second that becomes available, um, like, you'll have access to it through the software. Um, okay. So you'll be there as we, like, make progress towards it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I would say the main thing with the hardware upgrade is, like, Every, like it's basically everything we'll have now, except it's just slightly better, right? Like the speakers are just a bit nicer, things like that. It's just continual upgrades to make sure the, the product's improving. But the real core value is the software. And so if that's what you're caring about. Um, mm -hmm. That's what our glasses do now. Yeah. Oh, sorry. If if I got on the streetcar and I asked it to take a picture, right? Because I'm looking for a free seat. I know there's a slight delay when it's thinking or whatever. So would it come back? within like a couple seconds or, or one more time are you saying if you're in a streetcar if i got onto a streetcar and was looking for a free seat oh for a free seat um yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah you could so you could ask it like hey like find a free seat find an open seat um for sure i think but i think specifically you just have to keep in mind that like hey there would be that five second delay uh as you look around and so it's not like maybe as quick as you might want it. So like maybe a better example is like if you're in a cafeteria or something like that, and it's like find a free seat. 
Um, right. The other thing is, like I was mentioned before, like we don't have depth. And so um, you'd kind of have to be on yeah, your own. Right. Yeah, like we can tell yeah. you where it is. We can tell you around location where it is, but we couldn't give you like exactly, okay, this 12 meters away um, in this direction or whatever. You wouldn't say like one to three feet on the right that are available or whatever. Yeah, I mean, what like that's that's not bad if it's one to three feet. Like we know, like it's basically in front of you. Uh, so that's not bad. Uh, I think it gets harder when like it's far away. Um, yeah, yeah it, it, like it can estimate direction. It can be like, hey, this is pretty close. It's like a couple feet away, but um, it wouldn't be uh exact. But it can help you. Like it can keep telling you while you're looking at it. So while you walk around, you you can be oriented in like what direction it is and make sure you're headed in the right direction. Um, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yes, I'm wondering if these glasses will work with a Bluetooth headphone. Great question. Yeah, they do. Um, it works with like, it, it, basically, you can choose to route the audio through your phone. And so if you route the audio through your phone, it's just anything that the phone is connected to, uh, would the audio would go through that. So you can use Bluetooth headphones, you could use like uh, Bluetooth like hearing aids, like uh, any of that stuff, like a speaker, yeah, whatever you want. Oh, good. That's all right. Thank you. Yeah, um, have you got the glasses that day, like normal glasses? Yeah, so like um, one thing we've really focused on is making the glasses look as normal as possible. Um, so they're just like black glasses and like you can't tell, like oftentimes people can't tell if you're wearing smart glasses. Um, like there's a camera in the middle and if you like really look at it you could tell but um yeah the goal is like as you're walking down the street as you're walking around like it's it, they look pretty much like normal glasses they feel like normal glasses they they weigh about 55 grams um so it's not too heavy um and yeah, then, yeah try not to stick out the, and then you'd have to hook the apps onto your phone right yeah and then you download the app on your phone uh you don't need to have the app open like while you're using them like once the glasses connect it can just be in the background you can you know watch youtube or whatever and they'll stay connected but, uh, so you need to have the apps on the on, on, on all the time and you're using them no so you have to open the app to connect the glasses to your phone or to the wi-fi network um but then you can just have it in the background so what i mean is like you don't um close the app you can go to a different app or you can turn the phone off uh, and it'll continue to work Okay, when you're not when you're using the the glasses, you you don't have to have the apps on all the time. Yeah, exactly. So you can like just press the buttons on the glasses to control it. The audio would go through the glasses, uh, all of that stuff. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm just curious. So the camera is on the bridge of the nose mm -hmm. between the two lenses. Can you give me the dimensions of it? The dimensions of the glasses. Of the little camera. Oh, of the little camera. Um, that's interesting. I don't think people have that. Um, it's like I I don't know exactly. I'm looking at it. It looks like about a centimeter in um diameter. It's a circle, little circle. Yeah, it's just that... like a little circle in the middle. Um, yeah, okay. Centimeters in diameter. Uh, and it's so it's attached to the I don't know what the thing is called that goes between the two lenses that goes over your nose. It's attached to that. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, so it's like inside. It's like it's just like um, 
so it's not like sticking out uh, of the glasses per se, but it's just like in the frame. Like oh, um, my girlfriend looked at a picture of these glasses, Louise, and she said, "What? There's a camera in those things? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it no. is pretty small. It's very hidden. Because I'm looking at I'm looking at you speaking right now, and I'm going. I I the glasses look fairly normal to me, and yeah. uh, but I. I'm missing the camera, so therefore it's obviously it's not very big. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, that's they're just kind of curious of that. Okay. That's fine. Thank you. Just wanted to ask you would you take a picture, like when you scan a picture, um, then we'll say I had something red, right? I wanted a, a, a recipe or something. Uh, is there a file in your phone that you can send it to when you read it on, do you scan it with the glasses? Um, so on the app, you can copy like whatever text was uh, read or like uh, displayed to you. So you can like copy it uh, on our app um, and then paste it wherever you want it to or things like that. Oh, so not reading it with the glasses, you can't do it. Then you have to go to the app to do it to actually copy the text like again it'll read it out to you but if you want to like copy the text that it said okay like, if, like you can't scan it then right you can't scan it on your glasses right so like, from glasses, like send it um to your phone hold, yeah you can't hold it up in front of your glasses and scan it and then send it to your to a file on your phone is that what you're saying um so what I'm imagining is like if you're looking at a recipe book, um, uh -huh. you can ask the smart system like, "Hey, can you read out uh like exactly what this recipe is?" And it'll read it out to you. And then everything the smart system says, you can also see on the app, like on your phone app, um, to actually get the text. And then you can copy it into it. So you can't like put it into a specific file on your phone. Okay, you um, can't send it then, right? You can't share yeah, so it the anyway. Automatically send it, but you can yeah. copy from the app from the from your phone and then send it and that'd be the same with anything if you wanted to send it to somebody else's email you couldn't do that either then right yeah so so much was uh what i was saying is that we want to add that functionality soon so we can automate yeah. sending the email yeah. and all that stuff too and it would be cool or, if you could, like draft that's really cool yeah yeah that would yeah, be good that'd, that'd be ideal as you can say like you know draft an email to wendy uh with this recipe and it would just be able to do all of that to um, share it to go to share the share button and share it right yeah well no i'm saying like it would actually like you just say that you just say the words like hey um send wendy this email like an email with this recipe and it would yep. actually just send her an email um and it'd write it out and say like um hi wendy this is lois saw this recipe um wanted to share it to you and it would just yeah. send it and like it would obviously before sending it but um but you haven't got it yet right it's coming no yeah like we have everything else we have the whole email part of it like we can draft that whole email do all of that but we can't we haven't integrated with google or gmail or anything to actually send it as well um okay. so now, like i said you'd have to copy that email open the app send it um but that's those are things that we're adding okay yeah Thanks, Lois. Is there, I'll just ask one last question if I can. Is there um, a way to have an ongoing conversation with the glasses or do you need to press the button every time? Yeah, that's a great question. We, um, 
right now it is pressing the button, but very soon we're trying to get rid of that. So you can just have a conversation because like you can't have a conversation. You can, you know, just talk about things, but you do have to press the button every time and that would just get annoying. Um, and so we want to be able to just say like, hey, Celeste, and uh, keep talking or like once you're in a conversation, you can just keep talking and it'll uh, keep working. But um, this is what I mean. Of like these are the software updates uh, that we're adding. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah, we're updating glasses like twice a week. Like this is the stuff that we're doing uh, every week. Is like slowly getting the stuff to work. Yeah, yeah, that'd it's, be so neat. It's Corey here. Just just to follow up to your to your question, Nolan. Um, I think that's a, a great question. In fact, you know, to to have this thing respond to a wake word as opposed to pushing a button because a lot of times you're you know either holding a book or you're holding something else. So I think if it can respond to a wake word as opposed to pushing a button, I think that would be extremely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely understand that fully. That is something um, we're trying to do. Yeah. I just wanted to just jump in really quickly. Perhaps maybe um, if you could, you're saying that there was a website, maybe could you spell out? Cause I think Celeste is a different spelling than the name that we've heard. So maybe if you wouldn't mind, giving us the website and sort of the exact spelling of uh, so that people could find the website or more information um, later on. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, so uh, the website is S E L E S T E. Uh, oh, okay. So Celeste.ca. Um, Sorry, say the, can you say dot what someone talked over? It's dot CA. Okay. Dot CA. Oh, I saw dot Co, huh? That's where we both domains. Um, oh, okay. Um, when I'm talking to people in Canada, I get to say .ca. Okay, is it the same kind of uh, same kind of website? Yeah, yeah, it's going to the same okay. place. Yeah. Okay, cool, awesome. Thank you very much for this amazing presentation and Q and A. I feel like I've learned so much, and uh, thanks for answering all our questions. My email is. Shub, so S H U B H at Celeste.cl. So that's again S E L E S T E.cl. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll free at 1 877 304 0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.org.